You are listening to a Geek Network interview. Be sure to hit the follow button to get notified when a new episode is available. You can also visit us at geek-network.com for your guide to the geek entertainment news you love. Created for geeks, by geeks, and remember to always geek responsibly. Hi, everyone. Uh, just uh, want to say I hope everybody had, you know, a good holiday season. Uh, we're coming back from the holidays. Uh, so happy new year. And uh, this is going to be some post uh, coverage, post interviews for uh, Decadence. I have two very special guests today. I have RJ and Kat. Hey. How are you all doing today? Hey, good. How about uh, you? Not too bad. So a little bit tired from all the partying and uh, the wedding from this weekend, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm just tired Hi. in general. Uh, <laughs> I feel that too, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is going to be a post um, uh, decadence uh, podcast. So, just have you know, quick questions uh, just to see you know what you uh, really felt like and uh, you know what worked and you know your thoughts on it. Sounds All good. Right. All right. <clears throat> so, who wants to go first? Not kidding. <laughs> I was going to say I'm pretty. You're supposed to ask questions, right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, overall, if, um, you know, what were your thoughts going in, and what were your expectations going in for uh, for Decadence this year? Oh, Kat, you go first. Um, I actually had pretty low expectations just because I work a lot of the events out at Phoenix International Raceway, mm -hmm. but I was pleasantly surprised at how they did the stages and all the lighting all that jazz oh the stages were so freaking cool yeah i i agree um seems like they really kicked up uh kicked up the notch on the production level as well um it was actually pretty solid i wasn't expecting you know i guess giant canopies giant tents whatever you want to call them but that was actually mm -hmm. pretty pretty awesome and you know we're uh expecting a lot of rain that weekend but thankfully uh, we didn't get any rain, um, you know, both nights. Um, and I thought it was fairly warm in there, too. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All yeah. that body heat, for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't even you don't even need a, a heating system when you have that many people. Exactly. Ooh. And then if you're expected to be, you know, dancing and jumping around, you know, your natural body heat will take over and warm you up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And um, I mean, what's um, what were some of the highlights uh, from this year's decadence? Not the water. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go to one of these things, you got to bring as much water as they allow you to bring in, because their water station was, well, it was free. <laughs> That's true. You get what you pay for. Mm, but um, well, I've paid for other festivals and. They've had better water stations, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's Phoenix. I feel like just just Phoenix water. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the water. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, dirt. Lots of dirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my favorite set. Honestly, I went there to go see Zed's Dead, but my favorite set had to have been Wooly. Um, was going on at the same time as Flume, which I know is a popular act, but uh, you know, to to me and my group, especially Cat, uh, we feel like he was kind of a diva about some of the stuff that went down. So we went over to the other tent and <laughs> did not did not have a second thought about it. Wooly brought that tent down. It was absolutely fantastic. That was uh, the first night. Mm -hmm right yeah and then yeah the, that was the first night yeah the second night um was way better um in particular because i dressed appropriately the first night i dressed <laughs> as if i was going to like a birthday dinner for my mom <laughs> it was a bad idea don't wear boots to a festival yikes yeah mm -hmm. it doesn't sound fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess if it's a bluegrass festival 
No, I wore my docs and those are boots. Oh yeah, yeah, those, that's different. Every everybody was wearing docs. Yeah, and then, you know, docs are kind of stylish uh, when it comes to the rave scene too. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely, the style of the rave scene is just phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, well, I hope you learned your lesson since I uh, did look like you were ready for uh for uh, oh crap, I forgot the country one, country thunder. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I definitely learned my lesson the second night for sure. Wear comfortable shoes. Um, yeah, that's that's the most important aspect of I think any rave wear is comfortable shoes. Absolutely, or and, festival uh, garb in general. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, definitely, uh, you did have a wardrobe change for uh, day two and uh, you looked a lot more comfy. <laughs> I most certainly was. I thought it was going to be cold wearing shorts. It was the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Super freaking warm in those tents. Even oh, though yeah, there's but... like no sides to them, but they're still so warm. Yeah. Every now and then I was hoping for like a cold breeze. <laughs> Step outside real quick. Come back in. Hopefully yeah. hoping you don't miss too much. Oh, well, the nice thing about that is you can be outside of the tent or as uh, as my sister put it a while ago, a wallflower, um, and you can still feel the music throbbing like it's oh, yeah. so loud at these places that you don't have to be in the crowd. If that's not your thing, um, music just travels all over the place. That's right. And. I was actually really surprised. Uh, they did a really good job from uh, preventing the the music from the stages to bleed into uh, the other the other yeah. stages. Yeah, that was that actually was, really impressive. Yeah, that was nuts. I guess that's why they angled them in like a V shape. That's true. I didn't even mm-hmm. think of, of that at all. Because um, a couple of the other events I've worked there, I've worked Phoenix Lights at PIR, and. I mean, if you're standing between the stages, which is not very far from each other, all of it just bled together and it was awful. And um, let's see, uh, when Rawhide used to do events over there, uh, I mean, I did uh, one of the, I went to a couple of Phoenix nights out there. It seems like the uh, the giant red barn um, would always bleed into uh, the second stage that was outside. So I, I get what mm-hmm. you're talking about. And so, I mean, did you guys witness the flume debacle? Uh, since I know that's still a hot topic, or um, you know, we're just like, yeah, you know what, flume. I know you touched on it a little bit, RJ, that he's a big act, but you're like, yeah, let's just, you know, go to Wooly. Like, what were your thoughts on that as well? Hey, for the record, I didn't say he was a big act. I said he was a big diva, but <laughs> he was supposed to be true. a big act absolutely you know what actually i'd let cat take this one she's got some thoughts on flume i have too many thoughts on flume and they're mostly negative even though he's great (laughs) you know um i mean great recorded music yeah amazing um but i worked at his uh headlining show at phoenix international raceway last year Mm -hmm. and i mean for two hours of his set he wasn't on because there was like technical issues and I can understand that it was like a hundred some odd degrees outside shit doesn't work the same I'm sorry I cussed can I do (laughs) that's fine yeah go ahead (laughs) okay um so yeah stuff doesn't work the same in you know 100 degree weather in the melting sun but for his act to start off with him blowing the speakers and yet no other DJ did that the entire two-day weekend at Decadence that just kind of like threw me through it so I I don't ever care to see Flume again nothing that I'm interested um live at least so I'm the one who said let's just go see Wooly <laughs> nice she is and you know what she made the right decision on that um, I, got I heard injured at Wooly <laughs> oh Hey, you know, if you don't come back from a rave or a festival with at least a couple scratches or bruises, then was it really worth it? That's a, that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pierce the Veil said that in one of their new songs. Ooh, nice. nice. <laughs> Good for them. Um, yeah, I, I kind of was a little bit excited to see Flume, but, uh, you know, Kat, Kat's right. Um, 
he he came out and like not even three seconds into whatever he was gonna do uh, apparently blew some of the speakers which is uh hilarious um don't know how that didn't happen with every other act that went just as if not harder than plume um after talking to some people that i work with uh, who also attended they stayed for flume and apparently it was a really good set after the 15 plus minutes of um tech technical difficulties but uh you know to be honest with you after that first bit where he quote blew the speakers or the equipment malfunctioned mm -hmm. you could see that the tent was clearing out pretty pretty heavily um right. not everybody left and obviously there was still a huge crowd there for flume but a lot of people just booked it um and i think that's why woolly uh woolly's set was actually so crowded um and honestly i, I feel like those people who left to go to see woolly uh did the right thing no yeah absolutely i mean um i i get that the crowd can be pretty anxious especially when there's uh sound issues going on <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of a lot of the people there just want constant music and if there isn't then it's like what's the point right mm -hmm. um go ahead i was just say i don't even know if like uh flume like sent like an apology message on uh, you know on twitter or anything like that since you know most djs tend to be pretty good at that so i don't even know what um if he even did reach out and try to apologize for blowing out the sound system if he didn't i wouldn't be surprised but i thought you know if you're not uh redlining you're in headlining so i think he just followed that rule and you know that's what happened <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah yeah flume um the midnight set on uh new year's eve was phenomenal who was that that was porter robinson wasn't it no, no porter he had didn't closing. play until two. Oh, was it lewis the child who brought in the new year yes oh there okay. was two djs there was two people that brought in at each tent um right and i yeah. can't remember the other one now the but we saw tent. both of them did, oh yeah we did didn't we yeah mm -hmm. um it's been a it's been a couple weeks so yeah <laughs> um you know the one thing that really sucks about festivals is that their alcohol is so extremely expensive uh cat what were you drinking on those beers it was walker and royce and lewis the child that were bringing in the new year i believe ah, uh -huh. um what was I drinking? Uh, yeah, tall cans generally. of like just Michelob, right? <laughs> if it wasn't Michelob, it was oh. uh, White Claws. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, e even their tall cans of White Claw were expensive. Expensive. Yeah. yeah, it was like twenty dollars for a beer. Um, there are some vendors that I would recommend visiting. Uh, in particular, there was one place. Uh, I don't know if they're strictly a Arizona local thing, but this place called Maui Wowie. Hey yo! They've got yeah, they've got uh, <laughs> booze. They've got booze smoothies, and mm -hmm. holy shit, they pour heavy. So it's kind of like <laughs> it's it's kind of worth what you paid, which I didn't pay for it. Um, so you know, zero dollars for a heavy booze smoothie that was pretty good. Nice. Yep. You know, gotta yeah. make any every penny count at a music festival. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I did not come away with any merch, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, sadly this year, same. <laughs> All of my merch uh, I found on the ground. <laughs> so, Cat does this thing, and I, I'll let her explain it. But they're called ground scores. And no, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I call what I do ground scores. A lot of other people call other substances ground scores that they find. Um, I just wander around and pick up people's thrown about clothes. So, and doing that, I found like an excision journey. I found a really cool Metallica shirt that's like bright orange. So, you know, it's fun. It's like a little, yeah. oh, and I, and I have a traffic cone. Nice. <laughs> Walked away with a traffic cone. Hey, that's I, a, that's a good souvenir. It is. He's right next to me, and his name is Carl. <laughs> no, please. 
Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ground scores. Let's. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that. Don't pick up drugs on the ground. You're gonna die. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, your PSA. don't do <laughs> yeah. drugs off the Public floor. Public service announcement: Bring your own drugs, or drink on festival grounds, but it's gonna cost you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't. Oh, don't. Don't do drugs. That's right. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> um. Yeah, the uh, security seemed to be fairly lax, though. I literally mm-hmm. saw two different human beings walking around with full fits of alcohol, just full bottles in their hand. I think one was Grey Goose. Damn. Yeah, I mean, hey, good good on them for being able to sneak that in. I mean, must have worn <laughs> some pretty baggy clothes. But, uh, yeah, so security's a little lax. Um lucky for festivals like or in general edm festivals people go there to you know feel music have a good time um Mm -hmm. you know nobody's really consciously thinking about doing uh bringing in things that uh could you know hurt i mean not yeah (laughs) (laughs) not that there aren't those people out there but edm festivals seem to be like just all about what what is the thing? Plur. It's plur. Peace, yeah, love, plur. unity, and respect. Yeah, absolutely. And responsibility. And responsibility, which uh, some of those people need a little bit more uh, help with. Um, like like every place that sells alcohol, you're probably going to find a couple stumblers. Uh, Daniel, I know you and I, we both had an Having experience encounter. with one of those. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I got fallen on top of. <laughs> and I got beer spilt on me amongst other things that i won't talk about <laughs> i was gonna mm-hmm. say i don't think that i think that was uh secondhand beer if you catch my drift <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry about that buddy yeah you're good um so uh one question for both of you um since you know you've done uh the the music festival scene for you know such a long time um how do you how do you prepare for uh for this since you know these shows i believe decadence um you know second day the doors opened up at five and went so you know the after hours which was 6 a.m like how do you (laughs) physically and mentally prepare to be at a festival all day you know and making it through the entire the entire night so I'm going to let Kat take that one because, to be <laughs> honest with you, she could go for days True. at a time, 100%. So go ahead. Um, all right. So for me, uh, second day started out with 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. <laughs> like I said, I definitely injured myself at Wooly. Um, huge neck and back shoulders issue after that, but it's fine. A lot of, you know, hydrating before going in, hydrating during the festival, sleep, sleep before you go to the festival. Um, Like RJ uh, had mentioned earlier, comfortable shoes is a huge thing. Take a break, you know, between sets or if you're watching, you know, these DJs go on for like an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. Sit down, sit down for part of their set. You don't have to go hard the entire time um eat get some carbs in you especially if you're drinking stay caffeinated (laughs) yeah definitely stay caffeinated um i'm sorry to interrupt but i saw people who brought in inflatable couches yeah yeah i saw that too (laughs) i wouldn't do that but that's i mean that's awesome right like you need a place to sit you don't want to sit on concrete bring an inflatable couch um for me perhaps a little bit easier um you know, shower, please, because you're going to be dancing yeah. around a lot. You don't want to compound that with, you know, your last day's worth of activity. Um, deodorant. Yeah, yeah deodorant. I, that's obviously not just for you, but that's for the people around you, too. Um, as that after party rave scene um, proof. <laughs> um, it depends on what time of year you're going to a festival, but dress dress accordingly for success yeah dress for success um it you know out here in arizona our winters especially in phoenix are fairly mild i say that there's like six feet of snow in flagstaff um our winters in phoenix are fairly mild so it didn't get below like 55 outside 
And in the tents, it could get anywhere up to about 80 degrees with all that body heat. Um, So dress accordingly. Uh, Wear a pashmina. Uh, Everybody at a festival needs a pashmina. Kat actually helped me get my first uh, pashmina at the last festival we went to. Nice. Um, Yeah, that's, that's like, that is part of rave garb. No matter what uh, you identify as, like a pashmina is perfect. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Earplugs. Uh, earplugs if you don't want tinnitus in your 40s. Yep. You can still hear it. You can still feel it. It's quite clear through earplugs, I would assume. I didn't have any. Yeah, I don't um, have any either. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of different brands out there that you can still like hear the music clearly, but it's not going to like impact your ears as heavily. So those are always a good thing. As much water, again, as they allow you to bring in. Um, Some festivals have incredible hydration stations. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, for instance, uh, the festival that we went to before Decadence, really good water. you know, it's it's good. Drink the water if you really if you need it, but definitely bring in your own for sure. Um, that way, you have fresher water. Um, some sort of thing to carry your stuff in. Uh, festival garb doesn't really have a lot of pockets, um, and you don't want to be asking your your buddy with all the pockets to hold all your stuff because they want to dance too. Um. So yeah, uh, typically they usually have like a clear bag policy. policy. So make sure you go out beforehand and get a fanny pack that's clear or a small backpack that's clear because um, you need some place to keep your stuff. Always keep an eye on your stuff. Festivals are great. People love each other there, but uh, you know, it's always smart. Yeah. Um, and then comfortable shoes. That's honestly <laughs> rule number one. Don't wear dumb shoes. Uh, cool shoes, but comfortable shoes. You know, I'm not going to lie. I want to say I probably saw a handful of people uh, rocking Crocs uh, at Decadence. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I bet they were all in sport mode, too. They're probably all comfy, <laughs> <laughs> jumping around, and we're like, ow, 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 ow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, listen, flat canvas shoes look cool with certain things. And if you're, if you know that you can rock flat canvas shoes uh, all night and not have to worry about repercussions or don't care about it. Great. Do that. Do what makes you feel the most comfortable. Uh, put some insoles in them for sure. Dr. Schultz will come in handy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially in your late twenties. Yeah, early 30s. Yep. <laughs> and what's what's crazy is I saw a lot bigger range uh age of the crowd than I thought I would. I didn't expect to see uh like such a such a wide variety of of ages there to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I thought it was all going to be, you know, kids in their uh early 20s. Um I think it's an 18 plus show, so mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I saw I saw some people got to be in their 50s who were rocking just as hard oh absolutely yeah so that was pretty cool um yeah don't don't be afraid to, to talk to people like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true you know uh festivals you know you should you shouldn't be shy you should be you know open and you know talking to people and stuff getting their opinions sharing stories and that sort of thing yeah and that's how well, you get, a cool... you know, different types of candy as well. That's true. Mm, a little collectible. Candy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh, need to get my can- candy collection going. Same. I think I only have like 10, so I need to, you know, step it up. I have one. <laughs> I, have, I have two from, actually, I have three from people, but I used um... to make a bunch when I was in high school. You know, sometimes it's tough to make new friends, especially at a huge crowded like venue like this was. Um, but just remember that other people there are also feeling just as anxious about talking to other people. Um, 
it's okay to make a, a first move and just go up and just say, Hey, what brings you guys in, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have a good time, but make sure you're smart about having a good time too. Because like Daniel, you and I experienced, if you go a little too hard, you're going to, you're going to ruin it for other people. Right. And that can be pretty much a, you know, a different type of concert, different type of venue, but any social event, if you go a little bit too hard, mm-hmm. you might ruin it for ruin the experience for other people. <laughs> now on that, can I just make a, like, just touch the point here, uh, with Relentless Beats, they, they were the production company who put this on. They mm-hmm. have what is called a Ranger Outpost or a Ranger, I think it's the yep. Ranger Outpost. Yes. Now, the, rain, the Rangers are a really cool concept. They are volunteers who love festivals, who make sure people are safe. Um, they give you a safe space as well. Uh, say you have really bad social anxiety and at, at, the, at some point you start to have a panic attack with how much people are there which is fine. It happens. Um, they have the ranger outposts specifically like for people who are, well, one, a little bit too inebriated, but still want to party. They just need a place to chill out for a bit. Um, a, they have a place, you know, they, this is the same place for people who just need to get away from the crowd, sit down in a chair, you know, breathe into a paper bag and calm down a little bit. Um, I considered going to the Ranger Outpost for just that a couple times. Wow. Have a have a good crew. Yeah. Because you're if you're surrounded with a good crew, they'll definitely help you out and you know make sure that you you get through it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll say this too. Um, the bazaar tent was actually pretty cool. Uh, it was probably one of my favorite setups throughout the entire um, you know, venue. Um, I thought, uh, you know, pretty laid back music. People were just like chilling, socializing there. They had that cool little uh, art cart in there as well. The bizarre tent. That was the one where they were doing like the the kind of house style music, right? Right. Yeah. It was one of the smaller tents. Um, yeah. But... Had all the bar tables and stuff. Yeah. Nobody was standing at those bar tables. I just want you to know that tent was strictly <laughs> for sitting down and just chilling the hell out. Yep. <laughs> absolutely every time i passed by no matter how early in the night it was it was nothing but people just sitting down chit-chatting um taking their breaks and enjoying the music yeah it uh definitely you know if it was too chaotic you know at another tent just you could definitely go there too and just chill out and Mm -hmm. just uh you know feel yourself and then i'm ready to go let's go back in you know absolutely so have you um have you guys ever went uh did you guys ever go to decadence when i was um out at rawhide no no this is my first decadence festival okay yeah Yeah, now i hear they have a decadence in colorado which sounds really really dope yeah the lineup uh this year was pretty huge (laughs) yeah Uh, um Mm -hmm. yeah they flip-flop it every year so next well this upcoming decadence in arizona is gonna have like the bigger headliners even though i think they're pretty freaking huge this year uh and then colorado is gonna get like the smaller headliners next year so yeah um and the one in colorado i mean given the fact that it snows there this time of year um there theirs is inside they're in a a convention center oh wow wow. that's got a that's got to be fun. And at the same time, that's a lot of uh, body heat and sweat in a confined area. True. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure they have like big, you know, sections, you know, so everybody can move around freely. Hopefully, you know, they won't overheat. <laughs> yeah, That goes back to my make sure you're fully showered and deodorized before you go out. Just like a, just like a Comic-Con, make sure that you're uh, fully showered and uh, deodorant all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah absolutely yeah there were some pretty big headliners on this one there Zed's were dead was great absolutely yep <laughs> he had actually one of the best sets uh in my opinion was porter robinson oh yeah it's so yeah. good yeah i love him I... so much i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, you're okay 
Uh, I got back to work and our uh, our rave Slack channel was absolutely nothing but Porter Robinson hype. <laughs> there were like one or two who were like, oh, don't forget Lewis the Child and don't forget Zed's Dead. And then everything else was, or all of that was drowned out by Porter Robinson just knocked it out of the park. He popped off, man. Went hard. For sure. He did. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to play some of his music or if he's just going to do, you know, straight up remixes and drop another songs. But no, he did a good job blending his music with uh, other mm-hmm. music in there. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. since uh, I've never seen a, a Porter Robinson DJ set. I've only seen his uh, live shows. So this, you know, was a nice little treat. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. the displays, though, behind the DJs, the giant uh, screens. Um the lasers, the fog, everything. Uh, the whole the whole thing was just such an experience. Um, I'm, I'm usually not the biggest into like the big crowd guy, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like to hang out toward the end of the crowd where I have space. Um, but God, I really wanted to get in there into that crowd. It looks so fun it's a very thick crowd yeah oh yeah especially um, with the set being so late you know he still had a massive crowd yeah now if if you are the type of person who usually hangs out on the edge but wants to get into the crowd and you think it's too dense just go for it you know people will move they don't mind they understand that you want to get deeper in so as long as you you know are respectful about people's uh, personal space. If you need to get past them and you need their attention, try to just tap their shoulder a couple times. Don't, uh, you know, don't do anything weird. Yeah, yeah, please don't touch anybody's lower back. That's weird. Yeah, that is the weirdest. I usually do uh, a shoulder tap. Yep, yep, shoulder taps, perfect. That'll get somebody's attention. And then you just kind of make one of those like, arrows with your hand like i'm going this way you know, flatten yourself out <laughs> yeah they'll move they'll move for you they'll let you in if anything they'll try to get you into their group yeah that also um, works <laughs> yeah if you uh if you lock eyes with somebody don't be afraid to talk to them i uh made the mistake of not doing that and uh still think about it like oh what what <laughs> oh, what if i went up wait what if i went up and talked to that person i wonder how that would have played out um yeah craigslist misconnections there you go (laughs) daniel i'm not gonna lie i did check that there wasn't anything i'm like all right whatever (laughs) hey at least you tried (laughs) yeah not really (laughs) so uh, next time yeah there's always a next time don't beat yourself up about it (laughs) oh i'm not i'm not at least you know for future reference and what um you know how would you say this uh this entire festival compares to uh previous festivals that you've gone to before it's different so each festival is different um you know it depends on i guess the genre of festival um Mm -hmm. kat and i went to life is beautiful in vegas um in september 22 Uh, it's last year oh my goodness where does time go um that was that was primarily alt rock i want to say a lot of alt rock but it was a, it was it was a big variety of genres it wasn't just alt rock or alt um i mean heck lord was there shaggy was there um but that was also way more spaced out um each festival is different this one encouraged thick crowds like dense crowds not just based off of the venue space but also the the people who go to these festivals just want to be up next to other people and listen to deep bass Mm -hmm. and dance um how did this one compare again the water leaves some to be desired um but i mean the alcohol is expensive but all in all, it was outrageous. It was phenomenal. It was a good time. The festival garb alone, just people watching and the different outfits that people wore at the festivals, honestly worth the price of admission. 
and I'm not just talking about the um, the hot outfits. I mean, like you actually met a pack of Pikachu's. Uh, there were people in in pajama onesies all over the place. Uh, there were people in the trippiest clothes that you could possibly imagine. There were people in nothing but um, like '90s yeah. style jackets, oh. chaps. <laughs> oh yeah, chaps yeah. are great. Chaps are great. Um, I wondered how people weren't getting cold in some of the stuff they were wearing, but at the same time, again, like you don't need a heater when you've got that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun time to just dress up, right? Yeah. I saw yeah. a couple furries. I saw a couple furries in there. Like it's a, it's a, it's listen, it's a good and accepting space. You can be who you want to be at these festivals without feeling like, well, the way society makes us feel normally. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you can just have fun with what you're wearing. Um, and I think that's, the biggest aspect I think of festivals is where is what you wear um, or how you wear it. Um, you know, there are whole groups of people who, who coordinate their outfits. Uh, the first night, mm-hmm. um, Kat and I, Kat had actually decided that she wanted to do a uh, Powerpuff Girl theme. Um, did we go in costume? No, but uh, the ladies of our group were all red, blue, and green. And the guys of our group were all red, blue, and green. Um, yeah, do it, it, it was a fun, coordinated effort, honestly. And I just wish I had uh, not worn boots with that outfit because I would have been more comfortable. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this next one upcoming, uh, Phoenix Lights, uh, definitely going to do something for that one that's themed. Yep. Nice any ideas yet (laughs) oh well considering it's all primarily like alien or extraterrestrial styled uh i was thinking i would just show up in like a star trek uniform you know that would probably (laughs) be a hit (laughs) yeah definitely um bucket hats by the way as far as festival garb goes you can't go wrong with a bucket hat yeah i saw a lot of those this year yeah they're lovely they're a good time. <laughs> you know, a hundred percent your bucket hat, your pashmina, and some some good shoes. That's that's the main three. Uh, and then there's water and you know whatever else you need. On. Yeah. <laughs> the consensus for this year, water. <laughs> yes. Good water. Yeah, um, good water. I don't know how their water station was at rawhide i only went to rawhide once and that was for um porter robinson's nurture tour u.s mm-hmm. tour so i don't know how their water station was uh, i wasn't drinking water that night <laughs> <laughs> but um when flume was headlining and had his show at pir um there was a lot of complaints about the water and then they relentless beats posted a instagram apology basically about the whole night including apologizing for the water and how they're going to upgrade to like filtered water next time so you know they didn't seem to do much with it but yeah the water at decadence it seemed was a uh, third-party contractor or something like Mm -hmm. that they just brought in um like trucks filled with with water and then filled up the water stations right Um, with garden hoses which you could you could taste Mm -hmm. you could taste definitely tasted pretty pretty salty uh the water i'm not gonna lie yeah but you you know what at the same time honestly if you need it drink it it's Mm -hmm. yeah better to have it's better to have it uh than not have it for sure right definitely life-saving oh yeah hydro pack (laughs) yeah they do allow those in there um yep they do allow those. However, they have to be empty, which is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. So you do mm-hmm. still have to fill it up with the water inside. But um, it helps to not have to carry around a bottle in your hand and instead have all the water on your back. That's way more convenient. Absolutely. And so 
uh, getting close to, um, you know, um, the tail end of this, but I do want to go ahead and ask, like, what were your thoughts and your opinions on, um, on the after party? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was pretty neat. It was okay. I mean, you know, to be that close to all the cool DJs that had been performing on the big stage earlier in the night was super cool. Um, I feel like a lot of us were just worn out afterward, though, except mm -hmm. for, you know, some people who yeah, maybe there, drank there was... a few Red Bulls beforehand <laughs> or something. Um, there but I think it was super cool to, like, just kind of chill and vibe with a smaller group of people afterward. I think that was pretty nice. Very intimate setting. Definitely. And there I was. Love love that they had a whole different set from you know their main stage set to the mm -hmm. after parties uh it was mainly like house kind of you know sounds going that night it was pretty cool yeah, yeah definitely um you know the after party i felt like it was more of uh, a way for people to wind down while still listening to music mm -hmm. you know because nobody wants to go straight from the hardest sets that closed out the night to their car so it was a good it was a good time to sit down chill out uh listen to some deep house uh brought to brought to you by zed's dead which by the way just kicked butt mm -hmm. um harkening back to that whole hygiene thing you know everybody <laughs> was dancing for hours i mean hours the show the show on that day started at 5 p.m and there were people going from 5 p.m to 6 a.m um you know, it's it's hard to maintain that, but uh, just be prepared for a wall of what smells like a locker room after a <laughs> football game. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it really was a good time. I, a lot of people were just sitting down. A lot of people were sitting down. There was still a, a crowd standing up, you know, vibing the house, uh, house music, but most of it was just an excuse to keep listening to music and and finally wind down sit down enjoy mm -hmm. being with the people you were with uh, actually that after party was where i saw one of the two people walking around with a big bottle of alcohol oh nice wow surprised yeah. you got that in <laughs> I, I am too to be honest with you i'm like how did they manage that that's nuts yeah i mean good for them at least they saved money on uh, alcohol there but i wouldn't recommend it it's yeah. that one time it's that one time where you think oh somebody else did it so i'll do it and then you're the one who got caught right yeah you don't want to get thrown out <laughs> yeah you definitely no. don't um and security might be a little lax at the gate but there's a lot of police officers and security guards walking around the festival grounds um, making sure people are safe in particular right they're not out to harsh your mellow um <laughs> they're there they're, they're, <laughs> forgive my vernacular yeah they're not there to like um just catch people doing stuff they're there to make sure everybody's safe um and people aren't being harassed and stuff like that which is phenomenal i actually didn't see any of that going on at all yeah um, i don't know about cat i don't know if she witnessed anything or uh i witnessed a couple people on the stretcher oh well no that's kind different of vibe, I'm a, but... yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we did see a stretcher being wheeled in at one point um you know that's that's a huge crowd of people stuff is gonna happen people are gonna forget about testing their blood sugar or um keep drinking even testing though they should things. yeah 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 again those ground scores can be dangerous yeah absolutely unless there's people's clothes <laughs> even then you make still sure you wash it yeah 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 i was gonna say i hope you didn't wear any of those shirts <laughs> just after no um but it's a it's a very safe environment i felt um that might be you know that might that might be different obviously for uh the ladies than it is for the guys considering mm -hmm. um you know, considering there's that whole atmosphere uh, of harassment in general, um, but these places seem to be really safe. 
just the general vibe is very accepting and nurturing and uh, respectful. It's very respectful. Definitely. And, you know, uh, going forward, uh, with the exception of the water, um, you know, what would, if you, <laughs> if you would change anything or could change anything, what would you do? Uh, what would you guys do differently for the festival? Well, you took the water, so I can't use that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Relentless Beats has a little bit too strict of a policy on what you can and can't bring in. On their website, it's always, oh, you can't have like light gloves or hula hoops or, Totems. you know, like, yeah, totems. You can't have totems. Like, what? <laughs> That's like a huge group finding. Like, each group has their own totem all the time at like EDC. And even at Life is Beautiful, people had totems and stuff. So I think they kind of need to reel it back a little bit. And, you know, I used to be on that don't stay in website back in the early 2000s oh, where geez. everybody, yeah, where everybody was learning how to use light gloves for funsies and toy, all of that. So they're taking away, oh, and you couldn't bring in like a large batch of glow sticks? What? That's right. It's a raid. Yeah, you'd be able to spot the people eating those because their teeth would glow pretty brightly. Yeah. And you can oh, get yeah, them people out aren't supposed to bring in pacifiers and such, or I don't know. I think they're a little too strict on what you can and can't bring in when it now, comes to accessories. Yeah. Now, so going to that, there were a lot of people who brought in light gloves or light, uh, like, lit up balls on strings that they were twirling around i don't know what you call those um poi. Poi. oh okay oh okay so yeah there were a lot of people who brought that in um they say on their website you know all these restrictions and then people just bring them in anyway um because i think once you get there they're they're they you know they judge it based on like oh are these gloves going to be dangerous no go go right on it all right but at the same time, they were selling a lot of that at a lot of the merch booths, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the glowing um, pacifiers and a lot of the glowing uh, glasses and stuff like that. So I think that might have just been a play to sell more stuff in the festival. Um, but that being said, I mean, people still brought in hula hoops and stuff in fact I, I think i saw in the after party a young lady who had brought in her hula hoop and was trying to do that in there um honestly one thing that i could change uh i don't really think there is one <laughs> i don't really think there is one it was it was pretty Lower good the prices of booze yeah yeah that definitely but you know it's a festival there's not they expect that to be the only booze. So, you know, the yeah. best the best thing that they can do is charge up the prices because what else are you going to buy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the most dangerous drink there was probably the um, the beatbox. And those were Ooh. with tax and everything were like 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, well, you only need like one. They're yeah. what, 11% alcohol? They're the new four logos. Yeah, essentially. Oh. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. And they're just as gross, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you get your drinking in before 2 a.m. Because they will shut down right at 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. No matter what, like, no matter if you're, like, the next person in line. My buddy Carter uh, was waiting in line for a good 30 minutes. Was Ooh. the second to last person. Like, he was just about to go up and get a beer. And they're like, oh, 2 a.m. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Well, Arizona state law, they not only could the venue get charged so oh, yeah. could the franchise that's selling the booze mm -hmm. and then the person who sells the booze so it, it's like a personal attack basically no oh, yeah definitely um yeah so just make sure you get the your drinking done or get your drinks before 2 a.m yeah um yeah i really wouldn't change a thing other than the water nice and uh what are you uh, looking forward to for future uh, Relentless Beats uh, events. Oh, shoot. That's a tough one. <laughs> Relentless Beats. Relentless Beats does pretty good jobs in their uh, in their smaller venues um, down in Tempe, Arizona. There's a, what is it? It's called the 
Sunbar. Dark Star. Oh, Sun, Dark yeah. Star. Both Sunbar and Dark Star. They do both mm-hmm. of them, and um, and those shows are pretty cool. I've been to at least I've been to only one. I say at least one. I've been to only one of those, but it was a pretty cool show. It's a pretty good good time. Um, they do a good job. I just wish that uh, Relentless Beats, as a production company, would um, maybe take more responsibility for things that their uh, mm-hmm. their yeah their employees or business runners do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some controversy controversy regarding that but um as far as the shows go they do run a a pretty cool atmospheric like experience yeah i agree uh with all of that and then i guess um lastly like any uh final thoughts uh opinions advice you want to drop before you close this out don't go see flume no. Unless unless there's somebody else you want to go see that's with Flume. Go see Flume if you want to see Flume, but don't be disappointed if something happens during their set. Uh, or be or be disappointed and keep him on his toes. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I guess. Yeah, with Relentless Beats, I totally agree. They need to take a little bit more responsibility for what's happened in their um, in their business mm-hmm. because you know rave scenes are all about. Um, safe place uh inclusive inclusivity community nurturing it's it's a rave family you know it's not like you're going to a pop punk show and you're gonna get bowed in the face by somebody so just a little bit more responsibility from relentless beats um decadence was i believe my no they weren't not my first big relentless beats but I think what they did with Decadence worked really, really well. And I hope they keep the same layout for Phoenix Lights and their upcoming festivals, like two two day festivals. Cause that was I had very low expectations. Very low. And really outdid it, especially in, you know, a new venue. Yeah. For them. Absolutely. I didn't have any expectations. Uh this is my first decadence <laughs> so i didn't know what to what to go in thinking mm-hmm. which i recommend for everybody if it's your first <laughs> festival don't go in thinking that it's going to be a certain way because more than likely it's going to be different um i was pleasantly surprised i was pleasantly surprised i had a great time um the people that i went with were awesome thank you uh, save one yeah cat no i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah it's it's just all around a, a really cool vibe and i recommend it especially for people who don't like to go out very often um it's it's worth it it's worth it i agree definitely had a lot of fun um if you're thinking about you know going out of your comfort zone and uh, you're an edm fan definitely go to decadence there at least to one of the other relentless beats uh, music festivals mm-hmm. and always buy your tickets on pre-sale because that yes. is the cheapest they will ever be <laughs> oh and my goodness still really pricey i think the night of decadence what the tickets were like 250 bucks for general admission man something I like have that no idea they were expensive we i got mine for kathy would cat would you get ours for I don't remember. That was so long ago when I bought them. <laughs> like a hundred, like a hundred, like 120, 140 bucks for two day admission. Yeah. Um, and the after party. They, and the after party. And then they go up, they just skyrocket. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. buy your tickets as early as you possibly can. Yeah. Pre-sale for um, Phoenix Lights just went on sale on Thursday. And I bought those as soon as RJ did. So 165 bucks is the cheapest it's going to be and ouch <laughs> yep worth it worth it and again it is. just to see all the dope outfits not even just for the music the music of course makes it Marty way better Garrett. yes but yeah, first time it's so cool <laughs> i'm super stoked to see the rest of the lineup for phoenix lights though same phoenix lights usually has a pretty solid lineup too so i'm excited to see the rest yeah they 
they had a pretty solid lineup last year. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then um, Gold Rush had Seven Lions, which is yeah. one of my best friends, like favorite artists. So that's pretty cool. Remember, if you're going to these <laughs> things, be respectful. Yes, that is very important right. as well. Do, do not ruin somebody else's good time. Yeah, it's not who you want to be. Don't step in front of somebody when they're waiting in line for the Porter John either. That's not really cool. Oh, that's it's not rude. very clear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to touch base on that for just a second. There are lines for these things. People aren't just waiting in front of the door uh, yeah. for nothing, right? Like, if you have to go, so does somebody else who's been waiting in line for 15 minutes. Please don't fall asleep or pass out in the port because not a lot of us know that you uh, <laughs> are doing that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Don't throw your trash in them, either. That's just gross. Yeah. That's also... Don't throw your trash anywhere but a trash can. <laughs> Cat, come on. No. Save the environment. Yeah. Yeah, Well, kind of, but it also helps with like the cleanup crew the next day. It's true. (laughs) Be respectful. Most important thing, be respectful. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay hydrated, be respectful, and wear comfortable shoes. (laughs) Yeah, the top (laughs) three things. Any final thoughts? Anything else? Uh, yeah, one more final thought. Don't put too much thought into wearing stuff, right? Because then you're just going to keep throwing different shirts onto your bed. Like this one? No, nah. this one? No. Nah. Just just put something on and go. Yeah, be comfy. Nobody, I guess so. Go. <laughs> yeah, be comfy and go. No, Nobody's going to be like, oh, that's a dumb outfit. Nobody's going to no. say that. I can guarantee. I wore one of the dumbest outfits the first night. And not a single person said anything to me. Cat cat kept getting compliments. (laughs) Holy crap. I got told I looked like a watermelon. And I also got told I looked like the caterpillar from Bugs Life. So I'll take (laughs) both of them as a compliment. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you really, if you really want to stand out, wear a lot of bright colors. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are wearing bright colors, but everybody stands out. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Unless, you know, you go to like a techno show or something like that, then uh, all black is acceptable. <laughs> That's also... With the trip pants? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Even here, all black with trip pants is equally acceptable. Um, 100%. A lot of those people stood out to me too. So just wear whatever you feel makes you comfortable. Or don't wear anything. That's acceptable uh, that, too. That is also true. Yes. You could literally just go in with um, whitey tighties and pasties on and people will love it. Yep. I I do have one thing. I want to see more men in crop tops. All right. I saw one and it was chef's kiss. Amazing. Love to see it. Saw a few, I think. (laughs) Maybe like three overall. But I see. (laughs) It was great. That means yeah. we gotta start working on our uh, beach bods, RJ. No, oh, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have to Just impress. Throw her. on the crop top and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Body positivity. Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't have to work on any kind of bod. Just wear a crop top. Uh, if you got a dad bod, if you got what I call a keg, you let that keg hang. <laughs> like that term keg yeah absolutely <laughs> i uh i don't have a six pack and i don't have a keg i have what i call a party ball uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of an older reference but um you know what if i wore a crop top i'm sure i'd be the bell of the ball even with it people would love you for it no 100 percent. it's the audacity that you had to wear it that people like really flock to yeah <laughs> yeah it's the confidence, not the audacity. Whatever. That's what I meant. I rolled my eyes. Just saying. So you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I know. I could feel it from all the way over here. <laughs> Just searing, like, oh no. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, if you guys got nothing else to say, um, I bet, you know, that, that wraps it up. So thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. 
You bet, Daniel. Thank you very much for yeah. uh, talking with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to see you at the next one, man. Yeah. Phoenix Lights. Artless.io.